0: You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of the hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, I don't have no AKA today. We're just going to get straight to the best. And as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my illustrious niggas in crime
1: what's up everybody it's Candice not some webPC on all social media I just want to say don't be a chica okay it's, it's mm. sm- sm- don't be let don't allow yourself to smell chica you smell <sighs> like a pot of sauteed onions um <laughs>
0: you never beat the musty allegations.
1: not trying to be funny but you you deserve the hell of a lot more than being called fat and musty okay you got off easy mm. also if it ever come down to defending me and your thing is, oh, y'all only being mean to her because she ugly, don't defend me. <laughs> Do not fucking defend me. If, if your defense is that people are only coming at my neck because I'm ugly, don't defend me. Leave me. Let me drown.
0: You know what it reminds me of?
1: Let me take my lick. I can handle mine. But somebody saying, mm, y'all are only coming at this person because they fat and ugly. Mm Mm-mm. Just be quiet on my behalf.
0: You know what it remind me of? At least you were ugly in Costa Rica.
1: Oh ooh. (laughs) Sure enough. Um, before we get into it, uh one of my favorite
2: people is here. Hey Adrian hey y'all this is adrian aka i told y'all she was about to start scamming i will not pay you seven thousand dollars for nothing you are not my good
1: sis yeah yeah (coughs) we 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 gonna we gonna we gonna get on that as well um before we get into the ratchet mess of the week just want to wish a happy birthday to our good sis tia it is gemini season and we are approaching this week um, the birthday of our co-founder, our Nicky and Crime, who is greatly, greatly, greatly damn missed. Um, Curtis. Curtis has a birthday coming up. We love you. We miss you. Also, our uh, network nephew has a birthday coming up as well, Jameson. Um, he is the adorable baby boy to our good, our good, good, good sis, Brie of mama meets world and the insecure experience so you know gemini's are in the building um but happy birthday t um happy heavenly birthday curtis and happy upcoming birthday to jameson and with that said you know a lot of people on twitter love to be on the wrong side of an argument and when they find out just how wrong their side is, they do this thing. Y'all gotta find something else to talk about. Why is we still talking about this? I'm tired of y'all talking about it. When a motherfucker is right, they don't want to. They don't want to move on because I'm a. I'm that motherfucker. When I'm right and I'm on the right side of things, I'm running it up the flagpole, baby. But a lot of y'all, when y'all wrong, y'all want to quietly tiptoe away from the fact that y'all wrong. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, she. Talented rapper, she is talented, Chica, who admittedly has received a lot of really awful backlash about her size, about her looks, because she was featured on a Calvin Klein billboard, Um, but she has a really nasty spirit and a really awful, repetitive history of being unusually vile to Black kids and other Black women, and then... Running her mental health as a part of the reason she did it, and she happened to be on a red eye flight from L.A. and was seated next in first class, seated next to a woman who had two small children with her. One of the small children was crying, to which it kicked off the shit storm of chica saying she paid thirty four dollars for Wi Fi on Delta, to which Delta is free now. I mean, Wi Fi on Delta is free now. I Just want to point that out. Um, And she called those babies bastards said because she, uh, she couldn't get any rest on the flight because she had to be forced to deal with the consequences of the woman's promiscuity. And she hoped the woman chokes and fuck her and them bitch ass kids and all kind of everybody. She got dragged for filth talking about she was manic and she needed rest. Let me say this. If anybody suffers from depression in a manic state, there's literally nothing that you that anybody could do to help you until you can rest or you get on your proper medication regimen or whatever the fact may be. A baby crying for two to three minutes is not going to make you more manic. But she said the baby cried for the whole flight. You could hear the baby crying through noise-canceling headphones and all this other shit, only for us to find out that that is T.I. and Tiny's granddaughter. <laughs> And that was Zanique's child, who was traveling with a cousin and her child. And the cousin said that the baby woke up at some point in the flight because the whatever they were watching on the TV or the headrest, they had their headphones on. It couldn't hear it anymore. It was dark on the plane. She woke up a little frightened, startled. She soothed her, put her back to sleep, and that was it. The baby did not cry for the whole flight. Do you know how fucking sorry and pathetic you are to make up a whole fucking lie <laughs> on Twitter? Like you volunteered a lie.
2: That was a lot. That that was a lot. And I liked I liked that everybody was on her ass before we found out it was Anik's kids. Yeah, yeah. I didn't As a like matter it. of
1: fact, I'm sad. I'm I was sad to find out it was T I and Tiny Granddaughter. Cause we don't fuck with them around here. But that's still a baby. And that and that baby innocent and babies cry. I hate that we have gotten uh we have gotten to a point in society where we believe we should never be inconvenienced in public spaces. Like we have gotten so, you know, beside ourselves that we feel like if we fly somewhere, we it shouldn't be noise and it should be to our liking. That's not how life works. And my problem is, as adults, you should be able to self-regulate your emotions and your behavior and how you respond to small children crying on something like a plane. I don't know if y'all... Flights are not always comfortable. I'm going to be honest. If you take into account turbulence, the takeoff, the landing, your ears popping and shit, it can... Sometimes flying is uncomfortable for people. Not just children, but adults. Flying can be uncomfortable for people.
0: Yeah. I think we... To, to your point Candace we've lost the plot where we have as a, as as a collective we have become very uh in, individualistic um and self-centered and also like bro i'm sorry that was a, it was a, it's a, that was a child it was that a, was a baby he,
1: it was a 2 year old who like, cried like, for a few minutes
0: yeah like bro like don't get me wrong like yeah sometimes we get annoyed with kids that's but like bro again it is a child it's a child, it's a baby. Like we've yeah. lost, we've lost the plot where we're just like, I mean, yeah, it's a baby, but fuck them. It's like, bro, it's a baby, it's a baby. Yeah,
2: but I f- it feels like both sides have. No one's seeing that nuance because there is most rational people know that kids are gonna cry. I know for me, if I'm on a flight or somewhere in a public space with kids, it's gonna cry. The child's gonna cry, it's gonna happen. I feel like my issue is when there are no even attempts to soothe the situation. And then at some point, sometimes they're just going to cry. But when I feel like when you're sharing space with people, no, it's not going to be 100% comfortable for everyone and it's not going to be to everyone's liking, but you do your best to make sure Absolutely. that you aren't inconveniencing other people. And for, and my experience has been most parents do it. There's very few times where I've seen where they're just like, well, they're crying. Oh, well, I have seen it. Because who the fuck wants to hear? Parents don't want their kid crying any more than you want to hear their
1: child crying. Who the fuck wants to hear their own child crying? I don't want to hear my own kids crying when I'm at home. I damn sure don't want to hear them crying on a plane for hours. Like, oh, my God, like, use your fucking common sense and logic. And I'm not saying you don't have a right to be annoyed. Of course you do. Nobody wants to hear a baby crying for the duration of a flight, whether it be 45 minutes or four hours. You are absolutely right. But, again, that is a child, and they have not yet learned to self-regulate their emotions without crying. You are a grown-ass adult.
0: Yeah. And then add on to the fact that that's not even what actually happened. So it's like, you know, back to Candace, yeah, yeah. you lied. <laughs> like, you lied to try to garner sympathy from also like, you know, grown-ass adults who can't regulate their emotions. And, and it turns you out you
1: are
2: anti-Black.
1: It was that's- really anti-Black because yeah. if that was a white woman, she wouldn't have been calling no, no mom of two promiscuous and all that type of wild shit if it was a white mm-hmm. woman. And yeah. the notion that Like, why are they in first class with me? They pay for those first class seats, Miss Mamas. The money is money, and if they got three people in first class,
0: yeah, it 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 was just a lot of a lot of goofiness, a lot of a lot
1: of goofiness, especially in regards to a baby that's net worth is more than yours. Yeah, be safe. So you you know, be safe, and and whoever your therapist is, fire her because. Telling the internet, oh, if I hadn't have been mean, if I hadn't have taken my anger and issues out on a small child on the internet, I probably would have tried to harm myself. That speaks to your therapist and not doing the proper work to help you figure out healthy ways to manage and cope when you are in that state of mind.
2: I have a There's controversial a- opinion. Go ahead. People are going to therapy, but not utilizing therapy because- and then off that, but then also, oh, how do I say all this?
1: therapists are I not good therapists? No, I just, and I want to get that off my chest.
2: And this new crop of therapists that want to be therapists and influencers on TikTok, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're
2: losing like we, plot. We are. We
1: have to be very honest, and we don't talk about this enough. Just because you have a degree or you are sitting in a certain profession doesn't necessarily mean you're good at what you do. Absolutely not. It is what it is. It's hairstylists that are not good at doing hair, but they have a license. They know the bare minimum. But when they venture outside their lane, you know, they're bad at what they do. You've got contractors like Marceau and Martel. They're not really good at being contractors, you know? Mm-hmm. And so same uh, for- Martel
2: don't have a license. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so when it comes to like these, these type of situations- to me, it says a lot that you are not learning better coping mechanisms and, and you know, emotional self-regulation skills in these type of situations. And the result is you calling a baby a bastard or bitch-ass baby and shit like that. It's very weird. And I don't care what state of distress you were in mentally. You are out of fucking line and having mental health issues doesn't absolve you from harmful
2: behavior. Because if it was just that you needed to get that out, you could have opened a note. You could have hit your group chat. You wanted the the world to see that. Yes. Yes. And that's nasty. That's nasty and that's vile. And I don't see how that's connected to any mental illness.
1: And the other part is, I don't think she doesn't not have friends. I believe she knew that if she put that shit in her group chat, her friends were going to be like, this is a bit much. Like, friend, I understand you're annoyed, but you wrong. And it's people like that. They only confide in their friends when they feel like their friends will tell them that they are right in how they feel and how they're behaving.
2: Tell them what they want to hear.
1: Yeah, tell them what they want to hear. Some people only have yes friends. You know what <laughs> I'm saying?
2: That's so- That's wild. Because you had to know like the whole internet wasn't going to feel like that. Yeah, you were you, going to you know find what, pockets of vile people. But to to risk all the backlash just for a it, pocket you know of people. You know
1: what it is? You know what mm. it is? I be- because there have, let me tell you. I have grown to understand and know that specifically Black Twitter. Black Twitter is a, where a lot of celebrities find and influencers find their content. They Mm -hmm. cherry pick their content. They cherry pick situations from black Twitter. What I believe is there has been an influx, especially now that outside is back open and people having these really negative, awful awful attitudes about kids being in public spaces. And we've seen multiple videos with grown ass people losing their mind because babies are crying on planes. She thought she had a friend in black Twitter. She thought black Twitter was going to be like, yep fucking babies crying on the fucking plane silence and, your fucking dumbass kid that that's what she was hoping was gonna happen yeah and it was and, the exact opposite
0: yeah and she does have a couple of weirdos on her side against the arguments that i saw like that went on way too goddamn long but as a whole like people are like girl what the fuck is you talking about
1: absolutely what the
0: fuck is you doing
1: and speaking of girl what the fuck is you talking about and what the fuck is you doing Danae jackson I wouldn't allow you to counsel a fucking rock, bitch. You can't give me no life advice, hoe. You can go heal and actually do the work instead of trying to scam people. What you gonna tell me about rebounded from cheating and you haven't even rebounded from being cheated on? The only thing you maybe could do is teach me how to be dumb enough to sit and analyze a, a, my husband's sex tape with other bitches. <laughs> That's the only thing you was good at was analyzing them fucking sex tapes. You can't give me no advice on healing because you haven't healed. You can't give me no advice on moving on because you haven't moved on. You're scamming. You have separated from this man. Y'all were making money together, initially scamming people like y'all had the perfect marriage. Then y'all tried to make money together by being, you know, having a hustle going about rebounding from infidelity and how to stay together. When that didn't work and he kept fucking bitches, now it's oh. I want to teach you how to move on and how to heal. No, girl, you better go chew your motherfucking bonnet.
2: Well, a few things. She did say that within that amount that you're paying, there will be professionals involved. However, if they're church professionals, it's kind of shaky. It's kind of shaky still. Still a scam. What I see happening is, He's going to he's going to try to get back with her and she's going to get back with him and then they're going to do this whole rebound thing again. I mm. think they're just in one mm. perpetual scam. She's going to do this for a while. It's going to it's going to either not hit or it's going to dry up relatively quickly or she's going to start tapping into his market of women cuz they're fighting for the same woman at this point now. And then he's like, well, she can't mess up my bag. And he's going to try to get back with her. And since she didn't leave, she didn't leave him. He left her. I think she'll go back and do
1: another round of scamming. So for me, my thing is, um, if you're going to, if you have thousands of dollars to spend on a life coach like her, you can just go to an absolutely certified and verified professional. Like you can, you can invest that money in somebody who has actually done the work, has the education, has the credentials, has the ratings, has the reviews and all of that shit. I, there is no way in hell that you need to spend that kind of money for her to be a middleman. You don't need a middleman. You can get on Talkspace. <laughs> right? And it costs a hell of a lot less than thousands of dollars for a monthly subscription to have access to good therapy. And good help. So I don't respect the hustle. I'm so sorry. People be like, well, I respect. I don't respect the hustle because you haven't even done the work, work truly. Going on some podcasts and talking about what happened is not doing the work, especially when you have not acknowledged and taken accountability for the fact that you said some really awful shit because your husband was cheating on you and people were saying, girl, that man cheating on you. That man don't love you. That man don't respect you. That man don't value you. That man don't give a fuck about how you feel. He don't care about your mental health. He don't care about your, your how you can parent. He don't care about your household. That man only care about himself and getting his dick wet. And your, your response was, y'all are cursed to hell. You have not taken any accountability or ownership and... Talking about the devil did it and the devil this, y'all are adults. Decisions were made, and it had nothing to do with the devil and God and nobody else. Your your soon to be ex husband made an active decision to cheat on you. You don't need to be bring God into it for that. And I agree, Adrian. I think you said this last week. She's still in that weird holy roller bag, and I don't want no parts of that. So
2: yeah, that's why I question the team. Even if she does have a team of therapists like where are they are they more science or are they more bible because yeah. that can make a difference in what kind of coaching you are gonna get but like i said sis you're not even healed so i don't know what is going on
1: yeah absolutely um before we get into our shows we would like to extend our heartfelt condolences and prayers to dc young fly and his children and his and Um, The friends and family of his partner, Jackie O, who uh, passed away this week at the age of 32, leaving behind three really small children. That shit really breaks my heart because, you know, I have seen I have friends who have had to grow up without a mother and see just the impact it had on them, Um, because honestly, there's nothing like the love of your own mom. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing like it. It it matters and it means a lot to have a president accounted for a parent. And she seemed to be an outstanding and phenomenal mother. And you know, just based on you know things that I've seen on social media from people who knew her, she was a light, she was a joy. Um, people had so many beautiful words and and you know, affirmations and things like that about her. So I'm sure that's a huge loss for them. So we just want to send our love and our condolences out as they navigate that and hope that they get the healing and the help that they need to move forward. Yeah, as, um, a,
0: as someone who lost uh, his mother at the age of eight, I my I, I I literally know what they're going through. So prayers to those kids and to uh to DC and the family because yeah, you losing your losing a, a, a parent. That young, but especially a mom, it's it's rough.
3: It's real rough.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, I can't even imagine. And you know, Jeremy, we always keep you in our prayers. You know, because you have turned out to be a phenomenal man, and I'm 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 a hundred percent certain your mom is very proud, and she sees that. And you're not a weirdo, and you're a handsome, kind of young man. You're getting older, but. You got your head is on your shoulders where it should be. So I know she she's looking down proud of you. So I hope you hold that near and dear to your heart all the time, because I truly believe that our our loved ones see us, you know, and they keep an eye on us and they cover us and they protect us. So, you know, you've definitely been covered and protected because you almost got sued.
3: Hey,
1: hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, too
3: okay okay I'm sorry no, shit.
1: <laughs> and, and when somebody had money on your head they said they had hey, $50 man. for whoever knew your address so you you for, you for <laughs> sure been covered by mama black Dante <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> I hate you so much oh gosh I love you too friend that's a okay.
3: headliner. that's
1: a headliner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, hmm. which y'all want to talk about first? Let's. Which y'all want? Where y'all want to go first? Y'all want to do couples retreat?
2: Yeah, that was kind. It wasn't much for that it, one. It
1: it it really wasn't. It wasn't much. Um, I just for me the the two the biggest storylines for me have been Fat Boy and Tiana and uh Kendra. And Jock, um, Shamari and Ronnie. Take a leave. It's not that, it's that something like they to me, I don't think this show helps them because it's they have something really, really, really much, much deeper and bigger going on. And they keep trying to cover it up. Like intimacy is important, and y'all are on two different pages. She thinks that she's fucking and sucking him and doing enough. And he's saying, we're not going to last another 10 years moving like this. There's a disconnect somewhere. There's she wanna a to
2: huge... to that woman.
1: She do. I was just going to say, if we are to be honest, I don't think so. I think that she absolutely loves Ronnie. I do. I think she loves him. But I think that she, where it comes to her sexuality, is not, Um, she's not attracted to him anymore. And I think she would rather be with a woman, honestly. And she's afraid to say it. She want
0: that to old strap ad- back.
1: To-
2: Out. Corner. Mm. Corner. Mm. You ain't wrong, but corner.
1: Put that as a potential show title. <laughs> she want that old strap back.
2: If I guess my
1: thing is if she were to admit it, it marks the end of their relationship. And I don't think that she dislikes Dick, but I think that she would prefer to be
2: with a woman. Because didn't that situation happen because her and Ronnie decided to open up the relationship?
1: Yeah, and she got too attached to the woman. And then he wanted to close it. And so I, I, um. I don't believe, it, if he hadn't did that, I think she would be happily navigating a relationship with the woman and her husband.
2: Yeah, I believe so too.
1: And this is one of those things, that I want to, I want to say that like, when you make a couple decision to go that route and have an open relationship, one of y'all just can't decide to close it and force the other one to agree to it. Like the same way y'all made that decision together, you have to make that decision together to close it or figure out a workaround. Also, can I say neither of them are ugly, but they, I don't want to see they sex. Like it's people that I would like to see it, but they not, they not two of them. They not two of them. I don't want to see it. I do not.
2: No. Okay.
1: Um, Kendra and Jock. It just always hurts my heart when I'm when I side with the man. <laughs> it just do. It just always hurts my heart because I guess my question again, and AJ said it is: you need to stand up in what y'all have been through. That's Kendra's problem, and I feel like we're going to. Have this conversation one more time when we get to the Bell Collective. Women as a whole, especially women, Southern women, Southern Bells, have this thing, and and men too, about keeping it behind closed doors. You can you can get through it as long as don't nobody else know about it. And so that's what Kendra's problem is. She's not even. A, she's not. She's no longer even mad that this happened. She's no longer dreading a. Ha, she's having meltdowns because social media brings it up. And I guess my question is, what do you expect?
3: Yeah. You're mine. on
1: a reality. you're on, you're doing multiple reality TV shows. What do you expect? The only reason that you keep being invited and these contracts are renewed, and you're being invited to do other shows like Couples Retreat is because you have a storyline that's valuable. And instead of embracing it and really doing the work and having real conversations, because you could, you could. And this how I, I wonder how good of a lawyer you are, because in my mind, I'm gonna spin this situation and work it in our favor. I'm gonna say there is light at the end of the tunnel after infidelity. You're I don't think
2: using, it's a I don't think it's a lawyer. Your, issue. Your,
1: I don't know. She's just not using it to her to their best interest. That's what's annoying to me. You're so busy trying to cover it up when you could be transparent about it and get a bag. Gabrielle Union did it had a whole New York Times
0: bestseller book. Yeah, I think, you know, I've been beating this drum ever since they got together. Um, it's like, she's she's embarrassed that people keep bringing it up. And, and I'm like, baby, my sister in Christ, you literally dated and married young Jock. I, I don't know what, I I, I, I <laughs> not even being funny, I really don't know what you want us to do with this information. Because again, you got with and married young Jock. The embarrassment is already there because it's young Jock. So, like, you either stand up in it or I, I I don't know. I just don't know what you want us to do. Like, the embarrassment in, enough is because you got with Jock. That's embarrassing enough. You got a, you got with a nigga with an Anita Baker haircut. Like, I don't know what you want us to do with this information. Stay off.
2: Stay off. Stay off for reality TV. You don't. Well, maybe because you do need the money, but I, mm, just, mm. Stay, just stay he off. For
1: sure, he for sure needs the money because he has all of those children.
0: Yeah, and radio alone ain't couldn't it.
1: (laughs) And so, again, and also maybe that's a a bigger conversation. Does she not? I don't, Adrian, you mentioned it, and that just made something open up for me. She probably don't even really want to do this, but he needs the income. And he's not going to get that check. He's not going to have his contract renewed on these shows without Kendra and their issues. Because if you take that away, what does he have as a storyline?
0: The dance drawing music, I'll tell you that.
1: So it's just for me, it's kind of like one of those things where, yes, maybe all of this is old, but he is more than likely being very selfish and continuing to do reality TV and not really considering her because reality TV is one of those things, it's literally out of sight, out of mind. You're only as good as your next mm-hmm. season. So I, I would I would urge them to really consider what other streams of income they can get into that don't include reality TV because as long as they're on TV, people are going to discuss their relationship issues.
0: Yeah, I mean, it comes with territory.
1: A prime I mean, example would be once shooters stopped being on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, we no longer, Sierra had to find a new storyline.
0: And her storyline wasn't as interesting.
1: Once Tommy wasn't fucking with Scrap, Tommy wasn't on Love and Hip Hop no more. She had to turn to bad baddies, baddies, whatever, baddies Atlanta, baddies South or whatever. So you're like I said, you're only as good as your next seat as the season you on. Um, whatever,
0: whatever hell's going on in your life that they can exploit and make and turn into profit. I mean, hey.
1: I want to say I also see why y'all have a lot of problems in y'all relationship by that stiff ass dancing y'all was doing. <laughs> if them strokes is anything like how y'all dance, y'all is not satisfying none of these women. I feel mm-hmm. like the only I, I, I would like to see it, Fallon and Jalen, his pelvis was very loose. He was giving body rolls and shit. He'd probably be blowing her motherfucking back out. Well, the, so, nigga,
0: the nigga what, 23? So he got all the energy.
1: He got all the energy. Um, uh, Fallon give me predator vibes.
3: <laughs> mm.
1: She gives me predatory vibes. Um, they need to break up. They need to break up. They need He should be tasked with taking care of himself and his child with Fallon. That's it. I just cannot fathom a 23-year-old being responsible for eight people and half of those eight are grown titty motherfuckers.
0: Come on, the emphasis that you put on grown titty.
1: <laughs> there is no reason at 23 he should be tasked with taking care of Fallon and her goddamn sisters. And somebody mentioned us on the Ratchet Rambling account and... Uh, They said that Fallon and Simon don't have any biological kids together, which would explain why she's not living high off the hog, because she's not getting any alimony or child support. Mm -hmm. They shared no children together. So I can see where all that resentment is coming from. She broke. She left the relationship with nothing.
2: With, oh, they ain't teaching the girls like they used to.
1: Because come hell or hot water, we would have had something that says if we divorce, I'm going to give me some money.
2: Money, a house, something, uh, something like Denzel. I'm leaving here with something, like yeah. Mm-mm. Even
1: if I gotta steal it, okay. I would have. Oh. I would have took a cash advance off all them credit cards before the before we uh filed for divorce. Well, also, I like he was a... still
2: with I see also, why I still got her mm.
1: I guess my question is: while you was married to this millionaire, what was you doing? The
2: same thing she doing with Jalen. Nothing.
1: We losing recipes because you were supposed to start putting away. You were supposed to pull a Shawnee O'Neal and have some rainy day money put away. That's who needs to have a course in a class. Shawnee O'Neal. Yeah. She she put away so much goddamn rainy day money. Shaq tried to sue her and get it back. And the court said, get the fuck out of here. Y'all was married. That's her money. She put away millions of dollars for when they finally divorced. We losing recipes, but it shouldn't be Jalen's responsibility. And I'm not saying he's a child; he's an adult. But 23 is very, very young to have that type of pressure on you. And that's a child. That I, I feel like Fallon is selfish and lazy and entitled Ooh. because she's pretty, and a lot of a lot of people with pretty and handsome privilege behave like that. I am attractive. I am the prize. You should be working hard to keep me satisfied, even if I'm not doing my part to keep you satisfied and contribute to the relationship. She hasn't contributed nothing but baby.
3: <clears throat>
1: and only one of those babies are his. I would be gone. I'm so sorry. She would have to figure it out on her own. Her and her sisters. the three. If you pretty and if your sister is pretty, you bitches better get on foot, footfinder.com.
0: The foot and finder you, is hilarious,
1: and you better make some shit shake. You better put a toe ring on and get a bag, because at twenty three, I'm not being responsible for eight motherfuckers. The
0: recipes have been low.
1: I don't see what fat with Tiana seeing Fat Boy,
0: a nigga named Fat Boy.
1: He, I mean, if we are to be honest, yes, he's a little funny, but he hadn't become DC Young Fly funny, and he got a gambling problem. And he gotta keep it in his pants problem. What's the benefit? What are you benefit from being married to him? You could do better. Pretty woman. Got two kids. That don't that two kids ain't never stopped a nigga who really wanna fuck with you. Not at all. Ask Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I guess I just don't I, I don't understand. I would like to understand, but I don't. I was like, you, would
0: you would you really like to understand?
1: I would I would like to understand what she's there for. and maybe maybe because I'm a little bit older now and uh, you know I'm I've, I've approaching 10 years of marriage, we getting it under our belt. but it, it's so much more than just love, marriage. Marriage is more than love. Take more than love to sustain it. Love is important. Intimacy is important. but respect, <laughs> respect is what's gonna get you 10, 20 years of marriage. And he don't respect her. He don't respect her financially. He don't respect her romantically. He don't respect her as a mother. He doesn't respect her. So what? what is there to do when you are with somebody that truly doesn't respect you? How can you... What happens?
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I don't get... Now, I don't think this show is going to help them and by them I mean him because it also doesn't seem like he wants the help so I feel like they are wasting or well, he specifically is wasting everybody's time.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess lastly I don't want to talk about Apollo and Breezy no more until they real issues come up.
2: Yeah. Because I'm still not curling over.
1: And and the way Breezy was acting with the little dance move she looks fu- She's fucking weird. Like I guess my thing is the strap is boring. The not only has it gone bad, it's gone boring.
2: Mm. Yeah, but the strap is, girl
1: like it. So. The strap is stiff.
2: The strap
3: is
1: stiff. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't know. Um, you know, I guess. Well, let's move on. Uh, Black Ink, L.A. I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. First of all, the new shop looks really fucking amazing.
3: Right.
1: Yeah. Oh, it looks amazing. It looks so good. I tell you what. Um. Um. <laughs> I want to like Nessie so bad, and I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. But it's one of those things where if you falling out with everybody, it's not everybody. It's you. Barbie, Lemire, Ken, KP. You're the problem here. You are the problem. And my issue with Nellie is you keep having these conversations with Nessie and trying to make it seem like her behavior is justified and called for. And it's really not. You are toxic. You are a shit starter. You are self-centered.
2: And she didn't even call her toxic. I hate when people interpret things like that. She didn't call you personally toxic. She said, she said
1: the situation was toxic. Yes. And, and she's they did right. that
2: toxic energy in the shop. And I mean, they were right at that situation because Lemire was going to have his boy in that shop if he opened that shop. You were the question mark. I
1: mean, and I just want to be uh, and I want to say this with my whole chest and I mean it. If I'm friends with two people who start dating and something, aside from something like abuse taking place and, and shit like that and infidelity... But if y'all just broke up because it wasn't working out, there was no cheating, there was no abuse, it just wasn't working. And guess what? Every relationship you've been in, some, sh- a lot of them just don't work out. That is life. You have taken this shit with Ken so far and the fact of the matter is, this is not gonna be the first or the last relationship you have that just doesn't work out. It just didn't work out. You are creating all this havoc and chaos and calamity over something that... Baby, it just, it just, it just
2: didn't work. Yeah, I need her to go process with somebody else besides Nellie. Because Nelly, Nelly need, is not doing it for her. She needs somebody that's really, we need to dig in deep. She needs a professional. Yes, not Danaea Jackson, not Nelly. She needs someone that can really dig to, why is a four-month relationship ending that you said y'all argued it was kind of toxic? Why is that ending causing all these ripples in your life.
1: Especially because I I do admit that I've had some relationships that they ended so awfully that I had no desire to be friends or keep in touch or anything like that. And as a whole, now as a married woman, I don't keep in touch with my exes. There's really no reason to out of respect for my marriage. But prior to that, prior to me getting with Mike and being married, I did have some exes that it just didn't work out. We were better as friends associates than we were as lovers and we acknowledged that we separated and from time to time we would keep in touch but it was always love there was no disdain or resentment it just happened we wasn't meant to be together you are doing a lot and I think you need to see sit on that lady couch because you have some real big abandonment issues that are more than likely tied to your father You are looking for unconditional fatherly love and romantic relationships and ask me how I know because I am somebody that used to do that too before I went and sat on that lady couch and got my shit together. Romantic relationships should not be crossing lines and boundaries with parental love and unconditional love. You should not be in relationships with people who want to love you unconditionally. There should be conditions and boundaries on healthy romantic relationships. You are the issue here. It's not Lemire. It's not Barbie. I'll, let me also say, I don't care about nobody in KP shop. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I don't care about nobody working in KP shop. None of them have real good storylines. It I almost feel like we don't need KP on this show if I'm being honest.
0: Almost. I'll just, I'll like I am,
1: I am, art or whatever. I am ink art, music, whatever the fuck the shit called. I feel like it's just here because it the started show started off as, as concept, concept. company.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: But now I feel like with Cat and Enigma and the Hollywood LA crew, we can let I am go. They can't keep artists. The storylines are boring. We don't know. He don't KP don't really do shit on the show. We don't see him tattooing. We don't see him with Kyla Pratt. All we see this motherfucker doing is making music that nobody wants to listen to.
2: We don't see the outreach that I thought. I yeah um, I, yeah yeah. Come on, Adrian.
1: Come we ain't on seen in. no
2: kids come in to do that. We haven't seen you doing little workshops with uh not well or oh, maybe older teens, young adults to kind of even just
1: them. like art workshops.
2: Yes. We haven't seen nothing that goes outside of your little crew. So to me, what you meant for this to be and what it is, your vision hasn't been reached.
1: It hasn't been reached. And even like not only just like art with like drawing and tattooing, but okay, you do music. You're passionate about it. Why aren't you doing little workshops where you bringing in the youth and teaching them how to use that equipment? Because he studio, don't know how to use
0: it his damn self.
1: You know, how to mix down a track, how to do this, how to do that. We're not seeing any of it. We're not seeing tattoo. We're not seeing
2: outreach. Why are they on the show? And I don't okay. know if maybe that we're not seeing the outreach. Okay. Maybe he hasn't figured out how to do it because I did think out to all the issues he was having and them not wanting to make that again like a gang hangout and how officials might look if he's having the like teens and young adults in the area come in there so maybe that's that's an issue but if that's the issue I would like to see that honestly yeah no, like I, I want it, this to be my vision but I can't do it because these things if that's the issue I would like to see it we'll see and I don't also, go ahead
1: also if you if you don't want to use the, the 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 studio and the shop for it, show us some outreach period show us boots on the ground since that's a big part of what you said was so important about being in Compton we don't really get anything from them I can't tell you too much of what they've done in the in the last several episodes that mattered to me other than losing artists
0: last several seasons and that's like I get what you're saying Adrian but like I feel like it's not a matter of they can't – he don't want to because he really ain't got shit going. Because that's what the first – the couple of seasons – where the first season was. It was like getting uh, – and remember, we saw it, Candace, was like talking to their gangs, getting them to, like, chill, like trying to make it a safe space and stuff. It's like that stuff don't stop. Like, you're not finna see him tell me that just – that just stuff just magically was like everything's all cool in that one season. There's probably still some shit going on that they could be doing and, and present it as a storyline, but they don't want to. Because anything will be better than what the fuck this is. Because I agree. Like, I'm glad we all on the same accord. I really don't care or we don't need to competent people. We really don't. I'm way more invested than Cat and what's going on what, over there.
1: Speaking of Cat, okay. Segway, John. I don't know if this rubbed y'all the wrong way, but it certainly rubbed me the wrong way to see her have to go to a very important doctor's appointment and the fiance was nowhere in sight and he on FaceTime and shit. Like I'm not trying to be funny. You're not currently playing. You're, you're trying to rehab an injury and I'm so certain you could do it in LA. And the fact that you don't want to step up and be more available as a partner and a parent to your fiance while she's trying to get her business affairs in order, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And it's just very a, a strong reminder that women are expected to sacrifice and men don't have to do that. There's no reason he's not in LA full time with Kat. You they don't have physical therapists and sports physical therapists and rehab facilities where he could be rehabbing his in- his injury with his family. That bothered me for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I think
2: they're I think. They- I think there's a compromise they're going to have they're going to have to reach she is more hollywood than he is he seems like a very country boy And so maybe having something inside of Hollywood or Los Angeles isn't going to be for him. Maybe you need to go someplace a little bit out where y'all have a little bit of land and can spread out and stuff. But, I mean, it just seems like a compromise needs to be made, but they don't seem like they won't make it. It just seems like it needs to be made and thought of.
1: Yeah. She kind of needs to put her foot down a little bit more. And that's always been a thing with Kat is, like, Sometimes she could be a little meek and mild mannered and won't speak up mm-hmm. for herself. We saw that when she was on Black Ink Chicago. So I'm I I want to see her speak up because as a as a mom with two kids and a business owner, you got to make your needs met. You got to make sure people that your partner knows your needs and what you need from him. And I think she'll be fine. I think she'll be good. And she looks really pr- pretty pregnant. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. And I, okay. I and I'm. Yeah, she looks happy, and I'm, and I hope Lemire ends up guest spotting in the new shop because he is a really, really phenomenal tattoo artist, which we saw when the when the show first started. So, you know, I hope we get to see him back tattooing. Is that it? Um, yeah, that is it. We're gonna go to Atlanta, and then after Atlanta, we're gonna take a break, and we are gonna head over to the Carlos King shows because, um. I feel like Carlos King and his shows on own are definitely giving Bravo a run for their money. I am starting to be really disappointed in Andy because this cast needs a shakeup. This cast needs a Mm -hmm. shakeup. Cause do we realize that Marlo is rehashing a years old death of her nephew as a storyline and a reason to be at odds with candy this season, this fucking nephew Mm -hmm. died years ago. The death was in no form or fashion related to anything at OLG. His roommate that he met while working at OLG ultimately killed him, but it did not happen at OLG. The man who killed him did not work at OLG. None of that. And so I think it is very fucking strange to be using this as your storyline, Marlo, And it's really weird that Andy is okay with it because this shit is dumb. um,
2: Marlo, Marlo, Marlo wasn't even close to that nephew. I'm just going to say it because if I'm sending a message to candy, it wouldn't have been, do you know, first and last name they die. It would have been, Oh girl, my nephew, such and such. He, he got killed. So I don't even think Marlo was close to the nephew that she's trying to put all this on. And I just still don't get what is her, what what's the be in her bonnet for Candy? I wish I knew, honestly. Well, let me
1: say this. First of all, Marlo, you are the aunt and you probably wasn't that close with the nephew. So how do you know what flowers were sent? Why would Candy send flowers to you? <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> this wasn't your kid. Furthermore. Why wait so why wait all these years later to have that chip on your shoulder? You have been a guest of this show for many years, have had many, many interactions with candy, and this is the first time it's come up. The level of entitlement that it and let me say this: in what world should candy help you get your record expunged, bitch? You the queen of designer shit? You better go hawk some of them bags and shoes. Like, I'm just trying to understand in what world. Do I have to help you get your record expunged when you're constantly flaunting your wealth
2: and coming at me? You want to call me a toothless ballhead bitch on Monday, but want me to help you get your record expunged on Wednesday? Nah, sis, it don't work like that.
1: Mm-mm. At all. At all. It just do not work like that at all. Um. You know, I don't. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. Kenya did a whole lot just to walk into that whack ass event. She was selling that shit like it was the Met Gala. That was the Met alley. That shit looked like child it wasn't given and she needed to own that. And she get got all dressed up talking shit to Miyetta about what she was wearing just to go to a kickback and they got put out. One thing I've always loved about Kenya is when she, when she do when something re- pertaining to her is fucked up and she oversell it she don't never like to admit she oversold the shit. She totally oversold that event. Let's be honest here. However, it's really weird the way Yeah, that... I wonder
2: how it was sold to her.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. I don't know. It just, again, this, this is the best that we've been offered, and we are how many episodes in? Let me look. Let me look. This was, what, the fourth episode? Yeah, episode four. I just expected more, and it's really not... It's it's kind of boring. It's kind of boring to me. So I don't know what they want. I will say that Marlo was really weird for bamming on Kenya's door like that, knowing her child was in there. And this is why I don't believe anything about. Um, I I don't believe Marlo has changed, and whatever life coach she's working with, she just ripping Marlo off because Marlo is the same old Marlo—nasty, vile, and fucking weird. So and Kenya Got a she got a big Bark but no bite because you Was supposed to open that door and punch Kenya Punch Marlo in her motherfucking face My kid yep. is in here don't carry On like that while my kid is in here bitch I don't really play about kids Period not other people kids and For sure not my kids I will Shake some shit up don't disrespect My child you can say What you want to say to me we can have it out but My kid is off fucking limits and this is not the first or second time where Marlo has been really nasty in regards to Kenya, Kenya's daughter, Kenya's pregnancy and shit like that. Enough is enough. Somebody need to punch Marlo in her fucking mouth with that nasty ass cough she didn't have for two years. Go get that checked out. Sounded like you got COPD and shit. I'm just not a fan. Also, um, I don't know what's, maybe it's, I don't know. Sonya and his family shit, it's a lot i hope she figures that out though But I'm I'm still not a get fan. everybody
2: go
3: go ahead Aida.
2: no that was just said everybody out my house <laughs>
0: i'm gonna I'm be real i'm still not the biggest fan of her like in her role on the show but it just goes back to what you were saying earlier Ke- candace about the cast need a revamp because yeah,
1: it needs a huge revamp and i hate to say this but even down to candy Um, because there's enough that goes on in Candy's life that she and Todd choose to hide or cover up or address only when the cameras are not rolling. And like, honestly, at, at what point do they finally address this Mama Joy shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, that is a huge point of contention in their relationship, in their household, yet they so casually and cavalier gloss over it every time it's brought up. Like I'm getting to the point with Bravo shows where if you're not willing to put your shit in front of these cameras for real, for real, you don't need to be on this show. Forfeit that, forfeit that check. We ain't hearing nothing about Kenya's divorce. Well, we ain't getting no insight onto what really goes on with Todd and Candy, especially when her mama is a huge factor in their discourse. Like what, what are we doing here? What's going on here? They keep letting Marlo run with this auntie storyline, knowing good and fucking well she don't give a fuck about them boys. I I just it's it's kind of boring, and the the drama seems fabricated, because rehashing some rehashing a nephew's death from years ago, when you we've seen you interact with Candy countless times since then, it definitely is giving pressed and playing in our face.
0: And that's and that's like what i want to say what two seasons in a row now that we've seen this kind of rehashing of haggard storylines it's like y'all need to get in the writing room so yeah
2: yeah just take it off the air for a while take it off the air for a while come back with some new fresh people try to they have to build it like they did before i think where we're at now is people aren't really friends yeah, and I think yeah. start a show and people are friends. That drama is more real because they're friends. And usually, if they're friends, they're gonna give the drama, but they're not gonna go too far because they're friends at the end of the day. But when you have people where these are just my coworkers and I'm just clocking in from the for a check, it, it the drama is very fabricated. And you can tell. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's 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 given boring honestly. And, you know, I'm willing to give it a halfway point, but if we get mid season and it is more of the same, you know how we are about removing the show from the lineup. And we have had so much better content, so many other shows that we could swap out for real housewives of Atlanta, because I guess the question is how, how much longer should we let Andy play in people face? We saw it with, he did it last he did it last year with Potomac. We seeing it this year with Real Housewives. It's kind of like, mm, you know, can we hurry up and get to marry the medicine? I would rather see that.
0: And it's it's especially like disappointing when you consider like some of the other housewives franchises, you know, the white ones, like if you can make those interesting, not to us, but if you can make those interesting to people. Like you can't do it with Atlanta, probably like these show these show people think of when they think of housewives. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, exactly. You could do better, Andy.
0: Absolutely. Truly.
1: Especially if you let Carlos
0: to. King do better. Go ahead, A.
2: No, he gonna have to do better. Yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, then we're gonna come back and we are gonna get into Bell Collective and Love and Marriage Huntsville, because that's where the that's where the juice is at. Right, that's where the good shit is at.
0: The nigga juice, if you will.
1: Giving it to a straight no chaser. Because I, I, I have a truly, truly, truly poignant drag in my spirit for Marie Monroe. And I can't wait to give it to you in that. Nat- okay, we'll be back. Bye. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We hope that y'all went, got you a little dranky drink, a little snacky snack. We are going to wrap up the show by discussing the Bell Collective and Love and Marriage Huntsville. Neither disappointed me. Um, let's get into Bell Collective because it's a few. I I think almost all of the ladies have rubbed me wrong in this episode. So first Can things, I- go ahead, Jeremy.
0: I would say, can I start by saying this? I want, I want to, I want to kick this one off. Um, I need So Gucci to so sit somewhere, sit so sit down some goddamn well. You, you literally fumbled the bag with Latrice. You were not the top dog that you think you were. You didn't close the deal. It is what it is.
1: I guess. What, and and sorry, Jeremy. What bothers me the most is you and Latrice maybe had this one hiccup in y'all friendship, and instead of discussing it with her first you immediately go to marie and start talking shit about her but you feel like she owes you some type of unyielding loyalty i don't like people like that if if jeremy and i are doing something together and somehow way he moves on without me and i feel a way about it i'm gonna have a conversation with with jeremy okay i'm not gonna go and talk shit about him to the to that to this lady that almost sued Jeremy right <laughs> I'm not finna go to her and be like this nigga Jeremy so she can be like I told you he was a snake now you got that knife in your back and all this other shit I'm not finna dog you dog the shit out of my friend because honestly and truly oh, it just feels like a miscommunication and a misunderstanding and it's business and one thing about it is when somebody is a business owner Aside from taking money out of So Gucci's pocket, which she didn't, she didn't do anything wrong to you. She didn't stab you in the back. She didn't owe you anything. Yeah, you kind of was... dropped the brawl as a realtor. And here's the thing. If you're my friend and you offer a service and I retain you for your services and you kind of half-ass me because we friends, you telling me you don't want my business. That part. Because if I'm your mm-hmm. friend, honestly, you should want me to have the best of the best at your hands.
0: Yeah, and that's my biggest problem with so Gucci. It's like you had the bag, you fumbled it, and then you mad that somebody else capitalized on it. That's not Latrice's problem, that's yours.
1: Truly. Truly. Um okay, so I do have an issue with Latrice though, while we're here talking about her.
0: Segway Jones.
1: Josh and Ikea. So Josh doesn't it, it, along besides working for Latrice's company. He's also an MUA and has been doing Ikea's makeup for years, according to both of them. And so Latrice, well, Josh was telling Ikea what was going on when he was staying with Latrice and Cliff. And Ikea went back to Latrice and was like, is everything okay? Everything good? Josh said, you know, things got really heated. And to me, the nerve of Latrice to say, he shouldn't have told you what was going on. Let me tell you something. You do not, get to silence me after suffering from insurmountable disrespect from your husband. He was verbally abusive to Joshua. He was threatening Joshua. Not only was he threatening harm, he was threatening his livelihood and everything else. And I want you to fuck out my house and you get the fuck out and I make sure you don't have no job. You you don't get to dictate how he discusses that level of disrespect with somebody else because you should have checked it. You, Latrice, you blurred the lines Let me be honest when I say this It may have come from a good place But your employee had no business ever living in your home with you Especially when there was some shaky shit going on in your marriage He didn't have no business living there If you wanted to help, maybe you could have helped find him a spot where there weren't any water issues Maybe you could have helped put him up in a hotel or Airbnb or a rental or something like that but he had no business living with you, and once he was living with you as a friend, and him seeing how your husband is treating you, and how y'all are moving about, sleeping in separate bedrooms and shit, you coming to him and confiding in him, you put him in the middle. What did you expect to happen?
3: Yeah, I. And she that, even
1: she even said it. I know he was being a good friend, but there's no buts about it.
0: Yeah, and I, you uh, echo my thoughts about it, Candice. Like if you didn't want him in your business now do i feel like he may have overstepped boundaries yeah but you put him in that situation if you didn't want him in that situation don't have him in your house and like i said last week i am almost 100 sure that the, re- the the whole reason he's even there in the first place is because latrice and probably also production know how cliff is and put him in that house in just in case to 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 to, to look after latrice so it's like you you didn't want him in your business. Well, don't have him in your house or, or confide in him.
1: Uh, and also, you as my husband, you are not going to overstep your boundaries with my employee like that because that that puts me in a bad spot legally, right? Once you start talking about, I'm gonna make sure you don't have no job, and yeah, I run that I'm, and that. I'm that glad we're to here, me, cause... that I feel like I don't know, Adrian as a lawyer, and I don't, I'm not saying you practice this kind of law or whatever, but couldn't there be some legal ramifications if he wanted to sue Latrice and Goddess Links? Because it just feels like Cliff start playing a retaliation game.
2: Well, it did. I mean, it would depend what the law in the state is. Most are what right to work or at will work. So if it's an at will work, that means I can work for you and leave whenever I want no explanation dumbest explanation and it also means for employers I can fire you also so I guess if he could show I mean it might help for the unemployment part of it where you can say hey he already said that this was the plan so I didn't do anything in my professional uh, capacity that would have resulted in me firing so on that part possibly but it would depend on the laws in the state.
0: Yes, makes sense. I guess it would also, I guess, depend on the judge because the judge could, you know, be on some, you know, <laughs> some shit too. I guess.
2: Yeah, it, I mean, of course, the law, all that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It 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 just it struck me as odd, and I think the other thing is which we finally are circling back to what I said about uh one of the others. Oh, Kendra and Jock. I truly believe that Latrice wants Joshua to be quiet because she is afraid that she and Cliff's reputation are going to be smeared because of one, the way he has treated Josh and two, the way he treated and spoke to her on the season premiere. Like she's trying to cover up some, uh, sorry, uh, if y'all hear the fighter jets, the fighter jets are out today down here. But anyways, like trying to cover up the fact that there is some abuse going on in that home. Now, I mean, is he, is he, is he beating us not out of her? We don't know, but in my mind, abuse is abuse. Yeah, and I mean, be it physical, mental, emotional, financial, verbal, or whatever. I think she is very afraid that people are going to see that that marriage is rocky. That marriage is shaky. They sleeping in separate rooms. I know very few happily married people living in the same home Sleeping in different bedrooms. Yeah,
0: I mean, shit. For God's sakes, hell, we not only did we we saw it like we had, and matter of fact, they reshowed it on this episode of him literally calling her all out, all out her name and yelling at her and grabbing her like in a very threatening way. So it's like I I absolutely agree with you that she she she's trying to protect him and do damage control, but it's like I mean, we got the tapes. I mean, we see it. Yeah, yeah,
1: the damage
2: is out there. That's. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it it is. It's out there. And, you know, instead of trying to hide it, do that. I'm never one to tell somebody will divorce her or do this or do that or ABCDEFG. But if you got to do all of that to try to cover up how rocky your marriage is, to me, that's the bigger issue. Y'all, you rather cover it up than y'all actually do the work. And honestly, Cliff don't think he's wrong.
3: He don't think he's
1: wrong. He don't think he's wrong in how he talks to her, how he treats her, how he sees her. Even in a preview for next week's episode, he told her, uh, she was like, so you don't see me as equal? And he was like, Latrice, no, we're not equals. So I guess my question is, how do you progress in a marriage where somebody doesn't see you as equal? You were his Latrice was Cliff's trophy. He didn't think that hair company was going to be what it is. He expected that to be some little passion project to keep her busy until he started putting babies in her. And now he's not satisfied with her being a full-time businesswoman and not really wanting to have kids.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's been the issue since, here, since the first season. Like, we saw glimpses of it. I think it's reached to a point now where he is... Like it was fr- it was annoyance on his part at first, and now it's just full on frustration, which manifests and in- resentment. Yeah, and in- de- yep, there you go.
1: And resentment, he resents her. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Tambra, I'm on the fence about Tambra because I, I do agree. Like, y'all are hell bent on wanting to know my personal business for the sole purpose of being nasty to me about it or nitpicking at it or whatever the case, which we see with Marie. Which I got a huge bone to pick with her, because you're lying. Yeah. Nobody came to you with no information about Tambra. You went digging for that information. And that's why she I do not like Marie. I'm gonna drag her in a minute. But I do agree with Tambra. I don't owe nobody I don't owe you hoes nothing. But I do think she's lying. I don't think her and Damon are really together. They got the chemistry of a rock. That's 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 and, I feel, like, and rock, I feel like and I feel like and I feel like two rocks probably got more chemistry.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> The Ross is like, why you say fuck me for?
1: Something about them. They just don't give me actively in a relationship, in love, working towards marriage. And the weird part is, Tamra, you're like 40 plus talking about you bribed me to move in because you said you had the ring, (laughs) ma'am. You said the ring was in the house. What are we talking about? (sighs) Just very much weird. It's very much weird. I don't know. It's I don't like it. And they give me you her, know what they
0: give me? They give me they give me business arrangement.
1: It's definitely giving me Sheree and Martell, but less attractive. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I we're on season three, and I've tried to like Marie and I've tried to give her the benefit of the doubt. But Marie is the agent of chaos amongst this group. And if you pay attention, her only interactions in this group and amongst this group is to ever just sow seeds of division. She only is around to be negative and nasty and to talk bad about the ladies. And And Marie and Latrice got into it very, very heavy after Friday's episode and they went at it on Twitter. And Marie, who is a mental health advocate, a healthcare advocate, and healthcare worker who owns all types of therapy offices, methadone clinics, uh, home healthcare, sat her stink BL having ass on Twitter and used Latrice possibly enduring domestic violence as an aha gotcha e- moment. E- you are... <laughs> And I added Marie because I don't give a fuck. As a mental health advocate, as a healthcare worker, in what world do you sit on the internet and use assumed domestic violence against another woman as a as a low blow while being friends with Letitia and literally having a fucking meltdown because Glenn is stalking her? And Letitia Boy, did. Letitia said she is a afraid to leave Glenn because she knows that he will not allow her to move on and be happy. And we all know what that means. She is afraid that he will harm her, their their child, and himself potentially if she files for divorce and fully leaves him. Because I had to check myself because I kept saying to myself, you looking for a place to stay, you doing this, you doing everything but filing proper paperwork to get out of that marriage. And that's a lot of women's story. A lot of women stay with men that they don't want to be with because they are afraid to leave.
0: You then that could be the case with Latricia uh Cliff.
1: No, I would no. I, mm, maybe, but she she don't seem uh, to I don't believe think she's there's anything. Yeah, she don't seem to believe there's anything astronomically wrong with how Cliff behaves. She sees it as a form of love. He only act like this because he loved me. Zaddy loved me. No, Zaddy is abusive. But, yeah,
0: I mean, I was asked because I'm. I agree. I'm not quite. I don't know if Latrice is quite there with how uh, how Tisha is too. I was just seeing how how y'all feel because
1: I don't not, know if she's quite yet. there yet myself. Not yet, but Tisha is, and she's afraid. Yeah, and it was in this episode that I we finally see she's looking for a place, and she doesn't want Glenn to know where she will be living. Yeah, and and I get
2: that. But how does she expect that to work with him seeing his son? That's a lot to put on a child.
1: That is a whole lot to put on a child, and it's kind of like, were you just gonna meet him in random places all the time? Like, how's that supposed to work? It. Uh, I don't know. I understand her fear and her frustration. Be, but also, I, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a, in the middle here because, like I said, we have seen far too many times men harm their partners and their children and ultimately themselves mm-hmm. when their partner tries to leave with the children. And when they utter the words, I want a divorce and shit like that. And so mm-hmm. I I absolutely understand how Tisha is feeling. And I don't know, even know what to say. I don't want to beat down on her and be like, ah, you just, just go ahead and file for divorce. Cause Glenn is starting to give me them vibes. Like he is definitely oh, giving been me those. those he's, like he's definitely giving me the vibes that he'll never allow her to move on peacefully and he'll make her life a yeah, living hell. I him. mean, you can
2: see that. The way. He, yeah. He's always overstepped her boundaries. She's always asked, hey, cause to me, it didn't seem like she was already set on, on leaving him and she was just asking, hey, can I have some time like this is a lot we got a kid out here that you didn't get paternity tested you did it's not yours but there's still the fact that this happened and it could have been a possibility she's always just asked him for time and because i guess his abandonment issues he won't even give her that and so i think now she's at the point where now i just don't want to be with you you fucked up and you can't even give me time to heal yeah yeah yeah
0: Abandon, and, and, abandonment issues and also entitlement Like how dare you Even though I fucked up How dare you need time to process what I did
1: Yeah and that's the thing And a lot of people Who commit acts of infidelity Really feel like The partner should be able to work through it Unless the person who cheated Wants to leave and don't want to be bothered No more There is no guarantee that your partner After trying to work through it will say, okay, I, I, we can work through this. There are times when after making the attempts to work through it and get beyond it, the person who was cheated on says, I can't do this. I don't want to be with you. I tried. It didn't work. I don't want to be together. And that, I, I feel like that's where Tisha is. I do think she wanted her marriage to work. I do think she wanted to believe he could be faithful. I don't think he's capable of it. He is just one of those sorry sack of shit ass niggas who don't really want her, but don't want nobody else to have her.
0: Yep. It, they, exactly. Exactly. Because we, we, we have not seen him try to do like one piece of work to like be a better, not even had just a better husband. he just a better, a better person.
2: Yeah. No, he an emotional terrorist. Yeah. Because you do, oh, you think you're going to take my son. And I know I might not be a fan of Marie, but in that scene, that's the friend that Tisha needed. You wasn't thinking about your son when you was out here messing around.
0: Yeah, I agree. You and that you seems... Yeah.
2: That. And the fact that I... And I hope that Tisha does not, does not fall for this. That older family member him that's dying. The, the grandma...
1: That, that bitch can go. I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't know that using...
2: he have the sweet potato pie. But he can't
1: <laughs> I mean, but so do Patty. But the thing is... <laughs> This is this is emotional warfare that he's using. Yes, you know yes. what I'm saying, yes. and, and that's that again. That's my emotional warfare, emotional manipulation, using situations to reel her back in. I, I hate that for why her. Cheating,
2: and, why a cheating nigga always got a family member that's about to why die? Why they
1: always about because they put him in a grave with they bullshit?
3: Mmm. Mm, okay. word. All right. Huh? That's okay. Word, All right.
1: Huh? <laughs> my my biggest problem With Glenn is You keep popping up You keep talking about wanting their family back And you keep lying talking about you've tried Everything when you haven't tried Everything you haven't continued To do the work and, and get With a professional and sit on a couch And figure out why you uh Jeopardize things important to you Why you sabotage yourself Why you sabotage your marriage That's what doing the work to me would look like that's what making an effort would look like. You don't you and Tisha don't need to sit in therapy together. You need therapy by yourself first.
0: Yeah, I would say Because you I can
1: guarantee that your abandonment issues make you fuck up a situation so that so that you can be prepared when a person leaves. You fuck it up and 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 do it dirty before they have a chance to leave you. You are self-sabotager.
0: And a self-loather.
1: You have not you have not done the work. You have not truly done the work. To fix your marriage.
0: And I don't think he's interested in doing it either.
1: I don't either. I think you just want you want her back so that don't nobody else get her. She, she, every time you see her, she she looking good, business is going good, doing what she gotta do or whatever. And you would not like to see her happy without you because you feel like she that's she you she's giving people the better version of herself that you didn't get. But you could have had it if you was invested in your marriage and if you was getting yourself together mentally and emotionally. You did that. Leave that woman alone. Set up that. set up child support. Set up visitation and custody agreements. Leave her the fuck alone and go about your way.
0: A nigga named Glenn.
1: A nigga named Glenn and a goofy bitch named Marie. Baby Marie, I wouldn't entrust the mental health of a goldfish to a bitch like you. You are nasty in spirit like you is nasty in BBL. Your spirit is nasty as that goddamn BBL sitting on your goddamn back. You over there built like a kneecap. You need to get a fucking life and you need to get your shit together too. Cause you got a lot to say for somebody who kids got a million kids. You, you be having a lot to say for somebody who has an estranged husband as well. It has not been said that you are fully divorced from your husband. So the call be coming from inside the house. But that was very nasty. And and I expect more from people who call who call themselves mental health advocates and so on and so forth. You have a certain level, a higher level of responsibility to be to not weaponize your words in those type of ways. Goofy bitch. Speaking of goofy bitches, love and marriage transview. Um Segway Jones. You know, huh. Maurice has a child and he was married before. So Mm he has definitely had sex before. So I just find Mm -hmm. it so weird that his only storyline is ever about having fucking sex with his wife who has been battling fucking cancer. You act like you ain't never had pussy before. And that is so confusing (laughs) to me. And he tried, I just want you here. No, you talk about sex a lot And and anybody, like, if you are actively learning and, and figuring out how to be a great support to your wife While she battles cancer's bitch ass You would know that chemotherapy, radiation And anything else associated with a really tough battle with cancer it The first thing is, it eat up, aside from your hair and shit Is your libido You're fucking tired Kimmy is fucking tired And you should feel fucking like you should feel like a dipshit to know that your wife only has had sex with you because she didn't want to hear your mouth. She wasn't horny. She wasn't turned on. Nothing. She just didn't want to hear you fucking complaining about sex Mm. while she battled cancer.
0: Not your dick is a chore.
1: Your dick is a chore. Mm. And this, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to make any speculation or assumptions on how good he is at sex. But I will say there's a disconnect there because Kimmy must fuck like a porn star and you must fuck like a 40 year old virgin because she is never, she is never like talking about how much she needs your dick and how bad she wants it. Like she really is very nonchalant about their intimacy, like she could take or leave it. There's a dick connection there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There is certainly a dick's connection in that situation because. She do not be talking about sex and he be talking about I be horny. She like he talking about she into she initiates sex 50% of the time. She like, nigga, what?
0: I mean, she probably would have initiate it more if you know her partner, you know, actually felt like she he gave a damn about her outside of sex, you know. I mean, a little, a little emotional and intelligence make the coochie go
2: woo-woo. I'm fighting for my life. You better jack off off get a please. get a pocket <laughs> pussy. like i'm literally no that woman is literally fighting for her life and it's Not unfair for, for her to feel that way yeah. and then i feel like she would feel that way regardless of how he acted but then to automatically have probably that insecurity in you and then you being just an un, a feral asshole about it like i'm fighting for my life bro like
1: and also, she had a fairly
2: aggressive, form yeah, she of had very
1: yeah, it was really aggressive. Because That's she so went fun. in, she had surgery, chemo, radiation, back to back to back. And mm-hmm. let me say this: I need men to stop doing this, and people in general. Actually, when somebody is dealing with cancer and they're going through chemo, radiation, so on and so forth, and they start to discuss how it takes a hold and it on how they see themselves physically. Just shut up and listen. Well, you pretty with or without hair. That's not what she's talking about. She don't need you mansplaining that. She's saying that this situation, and it, there's a difference between cutting your hair because you just wanted to cut your hair and cutting your hair because it started falling out in patches due to chemotherapy. I also feel like, <laughs> I feel like he's had this storyline for 86 years on
0: this show now because he ain't got shit else going on at all because like because not even being funny like it feel like this nigga been horny since like since for like four seasons now it's like
1: bro you ain't got shit else going on other than the fact that you horny if you wasn't so motherfucking horny maybe you could get your son to do his chores <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: let us discuss
1: shit oh, um right yeah kimmy <laughs> kimmy has been dealing with a lot
0: Yes, yes. She's been dealing with a lot and she has a nigga that has the emotional intelligence of a goddamn goldfish. I
1: think you yeah. might be
0: underestimating goldfish. Nah, okay. You know what? You're not wrong. Friend. You're not wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. I don't like Tiffany and I'm saying that with my whole chest. Um. You went right back to your husband and fucking exaggerated and lied like those motherfuckers was le- yelling in your face. Threatening you, like you're very fucking weird.
0: The fact that the the fact them also called her a Karen and it was accurate.
1: <laughs> yeah, she is a Karen.
0: Like she said up her nigga, she said up her nigga so bad.
1: <laughs> I mean, while we I mean, we here, we might as well talk about the baby shower and 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 go from there. Um, first things first, I need y'all to leave. I see why Mel keeps her distance. Y'all go yep. out of y'all way to try to insert her in everything that has to do with Martell when she has asked y'all not to do the shit. That lady don't care who Martell is dating. He don't care about the conversation between Tiffany and Sheree. If that was the case, she could have called Tiffany and got the tea after the little magazine shit. True. She don't care, and y'all go out of y'all way to try to put her in the shit so that Martell can have a reason to act like Mel be so bothered and shit. I'm going to be honest. I'm glad when they started, this, when Martell and Marceau walked in, she got up and left.
0: Yep. Yeah. And the comments agree with you?
1: I really am. Because enough is enough. is enough. Nail seemed like a nice person, but baby, what is that fucking wig?
2: Nail trying that to get is- her ass in that you is, the wig, that is the
1: wig of chaos and calamity because, ma'am, no Louis, go ahead, Jeremy, say something ridiculous.
0: Ain't no love in the heart of the lace front.
1: Mm,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> big, big lurks.
1: Tiffany wore the boxer briefs in that relationship and that marriage, and it shows. And I'm going to be honest with you: if if the situation, for example, if that is me. And Mike in that situation, and he finds out that I went to somebody's event and I carried on like that. I was disrespectful. I had my nose where it didn't belong. We're going to have a long conversation about respect and boundaries, because if the tables were turned and somebody came to me like that about him, I would feel very disrespectful. I would feel I would feel disrespected, should I say. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of Martell. I'm not even a huge fan of Sheree. But the fact of the matter is, much like Marceau and Martell said, Tiffany does not know Sheree. Tiffany had no business approaching Sheree to have a conversation like that of any sort. And if Big, and my thing is, Big Lewis, you say you knew about it and Tiffany told you about it. The first thing you should have done is called Martell to apologize. You, yeah. let's be honest, you didn't think the shit was wrong. You was laughing and keying and shit. But your wife was very much wrong talking about, well, she knows the person she knows who uh Sheree, the well, person Sheree is associated with. that's not the same thing you well, if you wanted to have that conversation for real for real why you didn't have it with martel
0: well see here's the you problem you would have
1: been out of line
0: well here's the problem how can back to your point about who controls that relationship because in that scene when when tiffany told what happened and she said repeated what she said even in that frame and in the first frame lewis was like girl what the hell so he should have put his foot down right there and did exactly what you saying Candace like you was wrong and then called Martell and apologize and have a conversation but instead of putting his foot down he let his wife gas him up to look like a damn fool because he had time. that reaction Oh, go ahead, Sorry.
1: no I was about to say whole time nobody disrespected <laughs> Tiffany nobody disrespected her nobody got in her face nobody was mean and nasty to her Asking somebody, why the fuck did you do that? That would be my response to hearing that somebody did some shit like that. She was wrong. And she she absolutely owes Martel and Sheree an apology. She overstepped her fucking boundaries. And you're not going to convince me otherwise. And Big Lou, with that he why hip ass motherfucker, you got more ass than all the women on the show. And you should have put on your brazier for the baby shower titties was just bouncing every fucking word and I wish Martell would have slid your wide hip ass it's very rarely any time where I'm rooting for Martell but he should have slid your big neck ass cause you trying again like Jeremy just said you let your wife gas you up to believe you Superman and you can't fucking fight and we can tell
0: I mean to be fair to him I don't really think any of the men on that show can fight maybe Martell maybe but that's neither him nor there. I'm sorry, just, you're not finna convince me that Marceau got hands. You're not finna convince
1: together Oh no, Marceau can't fight. <laughs> you, he can't even fight he can't even fight cheating allegations. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I just I just honestly when people do shit like that, it bothers me. Cause I just stand up in your shit, Tiffany. That's what I had a problem with. Stand up in that behavior. Instead, you want to play the victim to which I'm so sorry if this problematic, forgive me, but that whole meltdown, anxiety attack, baby pregnancy scare. I feel like that shit was a farce. I feel like it was a farce. She heard shit happening outside and her husband was probably finna get slid. And next thing you know, she's sweating and crying talking talk about turning the lights off. Because one thing about it, if I feel like something is truly wrong. Like something is truly happening. When I was pregnant, the first thing we did was go to urgent the emergency room. I take that back. The emergency room. I would. We got on the phone with my doctor. Like some, I'm cramping. I feel like my contractions is coming. They like, oh yeah, go to the hospital so we can monitor you and see what's going on. She laying there talking about cut the lights off. No, bitch. It it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, a whole lot I'm to gonna... to not be accountable. Go ahead. A-
2: no, nah, I knew it was foolishness when we get the scene from next week where Kimmy's like is there a, we have to get permission to call 9-1-1? <laughs> I, I know, I know, I'm, I'm a Leo, I know a scheme and a scam when I see
1: it. Yeah, I know some bullshit when I see it. Just carrying the fuck on. Cause you was wrong. Uh, and again, but
2: I said, Damn, so way to go. You got your man off that jam. You heard he's about to get his ass whooping. You went into action. I can't be mad.
1: No, I'm not. A, I'm not upset. You, you did what you needed to do so he wouldn't get slid. You definitely did. Also, this is part of the course for them, because as we saw last season, when the kitchen got hot with Dr. Francis, they made up some bullshit lie about needing to leave early. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time they backs against the wall, it's like they got a plan in place. If this shit get too heated, baby, act like you in labor. So I, I certainly wasn't at all surprised by that um, Tony I'm performance, dr- that Oscar winning performance that Tiffany put on in the episode. Uh this to me, this is why I prefer old school baby showers with no niggas involved because y'all don't know how to fucking act. Own I'm not to say know how to act.
0: I was about to say, damn near every baby shower, I feel like we're gonna have some foolishness.
1: Yeah, it's like bring back all women baby showers at this point. Cause you niggas is goofy. And your wife was wrong, and it ain't nothing you could do about it. She was wrong. The bitch was wrong. She truly was. And you knew and she, she was wrong.
0: Because again, in the first scene when she told you, she, he was like, Girl, what why did you what? <laughs> like
1: and again, you are very spicy because you pregnant and can't nobody dot that motherfucking eye.
0: Giving very much Ashley on Potomac vibes.
1: Just very, 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 very disrespectful because nobody can do anything to you in that moment. So you should really tread lightly, Miss Mamas.
0: Truly. And, and Louis, stop having your stop letting your woman get you. Put and Louis,
1: put your girdle on, bitch. Put this your shapewear on girl, at the next event. This grow a
0: spine. Like, you know your wife is wrong. You've acknowledged that she has messed up behavior. Like put your put your foot down and be like, girl, what the fuck is you doing? Because my
1: thing is if you can grow hips that wide, you can certainly grow a backbone. <laughs> just saying. Let's
0: yeah, thick niggas catching strays because of this nigga. That's, uh, that's crazy. oh my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 but um, you know, that's that's just that I enjoyed the episode. I do feel like Carlos King is is starting to give us more, more than we're getting from real housewives. Multiple he is, franchises. but I also
0: he is, but I also need him to like get off Bravo's clear. Like clearly, you don't fuck with them; they don't fuck with you. Like just focus on your damn shows.
1: Speaking of love and marriage, Detroit is coming, and I mm. guess I just want to know why do we care what's going on in Detroit? They can't even get the water together in Flint.
0: All right, you know what?
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. I guess we're done for today. Yeah, we'll be what the
3: fuck is wrong with
1: you? What's wrong with them?
3: <laughs>
1: we'll be back next week with another titillating episode of Ratchet Ramblings. <laughs> You, <laughs> and an episode of Ratchet Reloaded To which if you are not subscribed To the Patreon go ahead and do so Subscribe to the Red Noise level $5 will get you access to Ratchet Reloaded But if you subscribe to the Blue Noise level You get access to other, episodes, other Shows like the Wind Down Red Light Special And so on and so forth Um, You won't want to miss it We've been discussing Bad Boys uh, Bad Boys Texas um, uh, Summer House Martha's Vineyard and, and Black Ink New York to which I'm not disappointed so far. So you'll want to do that. Mm-mm. And I think Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is coming back.
0: Yeah. Um I saw the trailer uh, yesterday.
1: Yeah. Um. I hope they captured the 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 spice between Spice and Eric Mena because I don't know if y'all saw this, but it should have been in Ratchet Shit of the Week, but it slipped my mind. But now we hear when Spice was in the hospital. Uh, For unknown medical reasons, though people are saying it was a BBL going wrong and she was fighting for her life. Apparently, Safari got on Instagram live and had a heartfelt moment saying, you know, he's praying for Spice. He wishes her a recovery of blah, blah, blah. Well, Erica Mena's dope dog, dope head ass, also gets on Instagram and basically was like, Fuck a spice. You didn't pray for me when I was in the hospital having your fucking kids, but you praying for her. And it's, you know, that's why well, it's not a
0: competition. <laughs> but I, also, I forgot. Especially we
1: when about, Erica so. Mena is fucking, especially when Safari is fucking uh Amara. Like, you got bigger fish to fry. So, you know.
0: Something in them greens is gritty.
1: Something in that wine is wound down. We ah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we appreciate y'all for tuning in, for locking in, tell a friend to tell a friend to catch the show to listen in. Get help us On get bars. our numbers up. We want our numbers to go up. We we trying to go to the moon. We're trying to get get up in the clouds with it. We giving y'all contents, laughs. We talking about these shows, these dumbass people. Oh, Adrian, any uh playing in the snow for the week?
2: no i need to catch up on on this but from what i'm hearing this was a pretty dry part of the reunion the really good part is gonna be this third part because that's when raquel is actually gonna come out
1: okay so so next week we'll play in the snow
2: yeah i'll probably have a for y'all yep
1: okay sounds good all right we we appreciate y'all have a good week um juneteenth is is on the horizon. And Father's Day. Um, oh, and congratulations to my baby girl, London Ava, who is being promoted from kindergarten to first grade and is being looked at for a gifted program. Mommy and That's daddy, right. you. love you dearly. You are truly a joy and the sunshine in our lives. And congratulations, baby girl.
2: Bye, y'all. Bye, congrats me.